time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. Find us online at roadmapfinancial.com. On today's episode, how the great resignation could impact you or perhaps a loved one's retirement. Glenn, we've been hearing about the great resignation for a couple of months now. This is that uh, that news story and that news headline where droves of workers are retiring early or taking a break from work as they change career paths or just not getting back into the workforce altogether, whatever the reasons may be. It's been dubbed as the great resignation. And on today's episode, we want to highlight some of the interesting things to think about, about how the great resignation could impact our retirements and this big shift that's happening that's underway across various age groups, how it impacts the workforce, what we should know about it and its effects on the economy, and perhaps our even our individual portfolios. And just as a small sample size, Glenn, this was just sort of a striking number to me. Now, this this is back from October 2021, but it was just a good month to use as an example. 4.2 million people quit their jobs in that month alone. I mean, that's just kind of a, a staggering number, isn't it? Uh, yes, Walter. I mean, it really is. And, you know, and, and kind of a game changer, you know, when you start thinking about it. And it's just like some of the details of it, it's like, well, who were these folks? How old were they? You know, what was, you know, what was the scenario? And, you know, were they, were they moving on to a different job? You know, were they outright retiring? Were they starting their own businesses? I mean, there's, and there's a lot of, you know, all of that, in, you know, in that number. But yeah, you're, I mean, it's, it's, a, that's a big, that's a really big number in, in one month alone, right? Oh, I mean, it's, uh, it's a huge deal. And we don't really know how long people are going to stay out of work. I mean, this could be the kind of thing, Glenn, where it's, this is just temporary, and then we'll have a big boom of people going back to work, or maybe this is a more permanent shift. I mean, we've been hearing for a long time about automation going to be replacing jobs and universal living, you know, basic income that people are going to be living on uh, for, you know, long periods of their lives. And maybe this has just accelerated some of that, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're, we're certainly, we're certainly at a, at a, at an interesting juncture in history, you know, with, um, you know, coming, you know, uh, as I say, coming out of the pandemic, I mean, that's obviously our hope, but it's, it certainly seems like it's, uh, it's, it's going more and more in that direction. And of course, and when we look back in October, you know, of last year, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's uh, five or six months ago. I mean, that we were in a different place as far as all that goes. So it's, you know, it's, it's constantly evolving and, and, and we'll see, I mean, t- 2022 is, is, uh, is, is going to be significantly, um, different, you know, than 2020 and 2021. And, um, we'll see how everything kind of progresses, you know, kind of going forward. And obviously everybody's got their fingers crossed and, and whatnot, but, but, uh, you know, we, we've seen massive changes in the, in the way things are, are looking across the, across the, you know, when, when you're thinking about, you know, jobs and, the you know employment you know and, and and those kinds of things as well as just the overall economy and of course now there's you know we you know we're looking at inflation and a variety of different things so it's it, it's an ever ever changing landscape which it always is but it seems like this year is probably you know more so there, there's a lot of stuff going on have you uh, just sometimes it's interesting to know you know we see these big numbers or these big headlines but then it's like oh do you actually know anybody who you know had this personally like I remember in the first couple of months of the pandemic it was 
you know, you heard about COVID and people getting it, but then I remember many conversations with people and it was like, do you know anyone personally who's had it or gone through it? And for the longest time, nobody, it seemed like in, you know, depending on what circle you were in, uh, maybe had it or was affected by it until it, you know, went a little bit further down the line. So similarly here, have you had some clients or, or perhaps maybe their children approach you about retiring early or going through a career change throughout the pandemic or throughout these last couple of months? And if so, how did those conversations go? Yeah, no, I've, I've had several of those conversations. And, you know, and some of them, you know, some of them have come out of, you know, scenarios where their, you know, their companies were offering them early, you know, early retirement packages and things like that. You see those from time to time anyway, even without the pandemic. But, you know, some other folks that were just like, you know what, I really want to I really want to evaluate where I am because, you know, everything has kind of changed. My job is not the same as it was. And what are my options and, you know, what are we looking at? And and so I did not have anybody, you know, as a, as a, as a client that I was working with that we that we had consultations with that just outright quit. But, you know, but at the same time, as we you know, we kind of delved into it a little bit and, you know, some of some of their thoughts and, you know, after having gone through the last couple of years had changed about what they what they really were wanting to do and and how they wanted to do it I means you know, some of the planning changed and you know time horizons as to when they're thinking about um, you know doing something else or, or moving on to retirement you know that some some of that shifted for sure well Glenn I know that uh, one of the different headlines that I've seen the sub headlines of this great ne- resignation talk is about you know impacts to retirees and if you do decide to take a break from working whether you're near the end of your working career or if you're a younger listener and you're you know earlier on in those years uh, one thing I've seen is sort of a warning about how taking a break could cut into your long-term benefits from social security and those kinds of things right that one's an interesting thing, Walter. I mean, you know, it. it um, you know, we work a lot with retirees and soon-to-be retirees, and one of the things you have to remember. I mean, obviously, you know, it all depends on how old you are and how much time you have in, in you know, into the system and how many, you know, how many years have you been, have been making, you know, uh, you know, or paying the FICA taxes into Social Security. But, you know, that it's a lot of people, you know, look at it and they think that, you know, they believe that it's it's kind of almost like a pension where they where they look at your your last five or your highest five or your last three or your highest three years of, you know, of, of, of work and whatnot. And that's not really the case. You know, Social Security looks at your your highest 35 earning years. Right. And which is for in essence, I mean, it's it's virtually your entire working, you know, history and life. And, and they then they adjust it for inflation and so forth along the way but when you start looking at that and you have you know a few months or a year or possibly even two years it ends up that that, that there's not that doesn't have the same impact as you might think because every year is diluted by 34 other ones if that makes sense you know and and so that doesn't mean that you just say oh well it's not going to make any difference whatsoever but it doesn't necessarily make as much difference as you might think particularly if you're if you're talking about a relatively short time you know away from or making some adjustments or changes you know i've i've i know that i've run scenarios for for folks where they they've been you know even before you know over the last number of years and and we were looking at well you know when when do they want when do they want to retire or they retire now or within the next year or so or maybe two or three years and they thought that well gosh if I if I work another two or three years it's really going to make a huge difference in my social security and you know in terms of in terms of what the benefits would be 
not talking about when they would necessarily activate the benefits and so forth, but but just in terms of you know what the calculation might be in terms of what would they be expecting in terms of an you know an annual benefit. And the reality is is that like I say, when you when you're looking at your 35 highest earning years, you know each year that you know each year that's included, you know is diluted by 34 other ones. That that's that you know and it, it's it becomes such that that when you're looking at it that those dynamics, it's not as big a deal as you might think. And yeah, it might make a little difference, but it's it doesn't make as big a difference as you would really initially believe it, it might. Now that said, if you if you just completely kind of go off the grid and you know take ten years you know out or something like that, well that's a whole other story. But in terms of you know looking at you know where where it is and just taking a little bit of time and you know and and, and making some shifts or possibly retiring a year or two early, you might be surprised. That's where you really want to do some analysis and plug some numbers into in, you know into the social security calculators and really find out is it going to make that kind of a difference so many people just speculate and say oh well, it must it's, it, it has to make a big difference well again you, you you sometimes you're surprised if you if you actually do the analysis and you know and and figure it out but um you know it's it's critically important to you know to do that analysis so you know and you're not just guessing at it I think, Glenn, that that's really sharp. I would have expected you to take that in a different direction. So, um, yeah, that's kind of good to know. Like, don't panic if you need that time off, if you want to do that. That's not the biggest concern in the world from the benefits standpoint, more so just from, a, hey, you're not making any money for a couple of years standpoint, but <laughs> from at least the benefits side, it sounds like right. that's less of a concern on your mind. Yeah, um, no, it, I mean, it is. I mean, it, it depends. But in general, I, you know, it, it's something that you, you know, you really need to understand how that system works. And, and the big deal is, is that they're looking at your 35 highest earning years, and that's adjusted for inflation. And so it just, you know, any one period of six months or a year is, is, is not going to have the same impact as you might think. Well, another point that I saw made about this whole great resignation deal was about 401ks and that we need to remember that the 401k isn't a rainy day fund. And the stat that I saw talked about, Glenn, was that 30% of people who have at least $50,000 in their retirement accounts took out a 401k loan during the pandemic or, or during 2020's portion of the pandemic. That's a pretty, pretty large amount of people that were dipping into that 401k. Yeah, that is Walter. Then that's that's probably not the greatest thing in the world, right? Um, I, I imagine this one causes you much more concern than the social security concern. Yeah, no, there's 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 no doubt about it. Now that said, I mean there there are there are situations where you have very limited choices and you have to do what you have to do. You really want to make sure that it's. I mean that's one of the last places that you want to turn to. Right. I mean, there's 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 a number of reasons, you know, why that might be the case. But you take that loan against it. You know, I mean, it's it's um, you know, it's not really even against it. It's from it. You know, so you're literally the money comes out of your account and then you end up paying it. You know, you end up paying yourself back. You know, you pay yourself back, and you know, and at interest, and there's the, you know, the rules are, are there. I won't go into all of the different rules that that are, that are there. That's something that human resources can help walk you through if you ever wanted to just understand how it works. But one of the things that you got to realize is that you're paying, you know, you're paying back, you know, particularly on the interest side, you know, you're, you're, you're paying yourself back interest and you think, oh, well, that's, that's, that's nice. The problem is, is that you're paying yourself back the interest with after-tax dollars that you've already paid taxes on and now you're putting it back into your 401k and now when it comes back out, that's going to be taxed again. And so that, that's, uh, that becomes a bit problematic and that's not something that you really want to do. 
same time, there, there there are situations where that's your only possibility, you know, of, 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 of looking at. And so, you know, you might have to. But again, I, I really urge folks to look at all the do- other options because there's other things that can happen. You know, if you have a loan out and you end up, you know, you losing, you lose your job or whatnot, you know, sometimes that, you know, that, that you know, in, in most cases, that loan becomes a scenario where it's like, okay, it's no longer a loan. It's now, it's a, it's a distribution. And now that now there's taxes and, and so forth. And again, the, those, those details are, are, you know, in, in the plan rules and all of that, but it, you got to be careful because it's, there's, there's, there's a lot of pitfalls and not an enormous amount of benefits when you're thinking about about you know taking loans you know from your 401k. We're talking about how you have this great resignation going on. Some of the impacts if you are one of the ones who joins the great resignation, but then also uh, some of the other implications that have come out of um, you know people making moves during the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic. And these are all interesting things. If people do li- leave their job, I guess, Glenn, we get to that old conversation about um, taking your 401k with you. I mean, the typical advice is, you know, don't leave your 401k with the old employer. Uh, what usually revolves around that conversation, and is anything different about it during the Great Resignation right now? You want folks to really pay attention to their, you know, to their monies, right, and you know, and where they have it, and where they're saving it, and so forth. And it becomes a very easy thing to just kind of almost forget about it or kind of put it on the back burner. It's, it's like, you know, it's like an old an old 401k and leaving it there. I mean, there are some situations, I guess, it might make some degree of sense to leave it at least for maybe a period of time. But in general terms, you know, it, 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 it's, you know, it, you, you want to take control of that. Right. And so, you know, you can you can, you know, if you move to a new employer and, you know, and they have a and they have a 401k plan, very oftentimes you can just you can just, you know, transfer that over or roll that in there and or potentially you may want to you may want to roll it over into into an IRA, which, you know, is a, is a whole different conversation. You know, then you know that you don't have you don't have all of the the scenarios and some of the benefits that are there for a 401k, but then you open your open the door to other possibilities and other other choices as to how you can position your monies and and other benefits that are that may be there in an IRA versus a 401k. Again, I as as I'm sure you can imagine, you know, with with if you've listened to our uh, you know podcast for any length of time, you know, it's not a one size fits all you know solution, you know, or answer. You know, it sometimes it makes sense to you know to transfer money money over into into the new new employer's 401k. Sometimes it makes sense to, you know, to roll it over into an IRA. You know, you want to find out what the plan rules are. You know, some if you were to roll it over into an IRA, you know, you have to ask yourself the question, if you ever wanted to move it back into the 401k, is that something that's possible? And some some plans, you know, will accept, you know, rollovers from, you know, from IRAs into a 401k. Some won't. And and so what are some of the you know the, the positive things about a 401k versus an IRA? You know, I mean, we we were just talking about you know the the, the possibility of of being able to take a loan, you know, in a, in a way that 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 can be a benefit, but it has a lot of it has a lot of downsides as well. But it's not even a possibility with an IRA. I mean, you can't take a loan from an IRA, but you can from a four hundred one k. So you know, it's it's again, you have to dive into your particular situation and 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 your needs and what you know is is you know what do you want this money to do for you? What's your time horizon? There's a lot of different things, but in general terms, you know, it's 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 a good idea for you to to have control over that and not have not have things you know here, there, and yon. You the closer held you have it, and the and the fewer accounts you have, you know, it 
typically, and I like to say not in all cases, but typically it makes it easier for you to follow and keep up with it and, you know, make sure that you're, you're doing what you want to do with those, with those funds. All right, last but not least, Glenn, is about the Great Resignation and the fact that it seems tailor-made for those who are dreaming of early retirement. But even though that's so enticing, we have to remember that, you know, even though you might get a great offer from your company to retire early, like you mentioned, you've had some people, you know, with those kinds of situations over the you know past several months, uh, there's still other issues that we have to be aware of when we do want to retire early, right? There's other complications that pop up that are different from the normal retiree. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's no doubt about it, Walter. I mean, you, I mean, first thing is first. I mean, you, you have a longer time horizon. I mean, if you retire early, that means you have to whatever you've saved needs to last you a longer period of time, right? You have to ask yourself, how old are you? What about your spouse? You know, are you know, do you qualify for Social Security yet? Is it wise to take Social Security early if you do if you do qualify, but your original plan had been to delay it, right? And you know, where where is your spouse? Is your spouse about the same age as you? Are they younger? Are they older? You know, what is the overall situation in the household, and what do you you know what do you need to have happen? That's a critical thing. You also have to think. I mean, in terms of uh, in terms of healthcare. Right and the coverage that you that you have access to, and you know how close are you to Medicare? You know, and and I mean that that's always been a big conversation in terms of retirement early, even before the Great Resignation, as to you know how are you going to bridge that gap? You know, there there are some folks that you know that can kind of piggyback on their on their spouse's you know plan at work. You know, others that 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 don't have that don't have that choice. Then you have to look and say, oh well, you know, is what's out there? You know. In terms of choices with the Affordable Care Act, are there other other plans that are outside of that? You know, what does that mean in terms of if you you know if you if you enroll in you know in this plan, are there are there limitations in terms of how much income you can have, and if you have more income, will it cause your you know your your health care premiums to be you know to be higher? There's all kinds of scenarios there that people just don't necessarily think about or even know about. I mean, some a lot of times it's just outside of their awareness, and you know you got to really you. Make sure you do the analysis and the research before you just you just you just take the plunge and dive in because you know you don't want to have a you know a, a, an unexpected consequence that's significant that you could have avoided just you know, just by doing a little bit more research. You with me, Walter? Yeah, I'm with you. I think that makes sense. A, a little bit of research, a little bit of effort helps you avoid some of those extra problems that pop up. Yeah, and you know, and then too, it's probably a good good idea to you know to do that analysis, particularly on that you know on the healthcare side. You know, is, is when you were looking at you know looking at different um, insurance options. You know, if you if you have the uh, you know opportunity to be able to you know visit with you know an independent um, you know agent who has access to you know to uh, you know to a lot of different plans and things that are out there, and a lot of different companies. You know, that, that you can you can kind of take a look across the spectrum and see what's there. Right. I mean, it, it's it's important because you don't want to be in a scenario where you where you're trying to just gamble and hope that your health, you know, is is you know you're okay for a few years and and you know and don't have some sort of coverage. You know, you you want to make sure that you know that because that can be devastating. If something happens, I mean, you know, well, everything that you've saved for and you know and done your whole life can you know can go away very rapidly if you know if something if something happens. Even if it's even if it's a seemingly a remote possibility. I mean. Things do happen, right? I mean, you, you you see it, you see it, you know, and and it and it's uh, you don't you don't want to be you don't want to be a statistic. I mean, you you want to make you want to make sure that you're that you're doing the you know the right things and you're and you're you know hedging all your risks and so forth. 
I mean, another thing that you really, beyond the Social Security and healthcare, though, we have to really start thinking about when, you know, if, you, if you're thinking about retiring earlier, you know, what does that really mean? Where is your income going to come from? Are you going to draw money from your retirement accounts? Right. I mean, the odds are if you're not thinking of, of, you know, going back to work again, then that would be the case. And so then you have to look at, well, what are what kind of accounts do you have? You know, how are they going to be treated in the tax code? You know, do you are you going to turn your Social Security on or what about your spouse? Are, you know, are, are they or are both of you thinking of doing that? You know, and then how is that going to interact with, you know, with the with the possible taxation of, of your of your retirement accounts? And, you know, if you draw more money out of there, will that cause your Social Security to get, you know, to get subject to taxation? You know, and, and if you and if you end up taking Social Security early and then having it and then having it, you know, taxed significantly, to some extent, you may be kind of defeating the purpose of, of you know, of, of, of what you're trying to accomplish, because you may be putting you know, significant constraints on what your retirement income can be in the future. Right. So you've really, really got to think in terms of, well, how is this going to really work? And again, come back to doing your homework, do the analysis, you know, work, you know, work with an advisor that that, you know, that they can help, you know, walk through all of these different scenarios, you know, and, and you know, with you and, you know, and you can look at, you know, the, of what it what it would really mean versus it's like, well, I kind of think I'd like to do this. And, you know, I talked to somebody and they said that, you know, that they were able to do, that's not enough detail, at least, at least for me to feel comfortable about. And I, I think if you really stop and think about it, it's like, you know what, that's right. I mean, I really, really need, if I'm going to consider this, I really need to do some, you know, more in-depth analysis as to how am I going to, you know, dot these I's and cross these T's and make sure that we answer these questions. You have to look at it because there's there's so many variables, and if you're entering into a, a into a into some thoughts and questions that you haven't really been there before, and you haven't done a lot of a lot of homework, so to speak, there can be missing pieces to the puzzle that you just missed because they were outside of your awareness, and you just didn't know to ask the question, and you don't want to be in that place. Well, that's well said, Glenn, and great warnings for anybody thinking about participating in the Great Resignation, or maybe a family member is thinking about it. Just some good tips to be aware of if you're thinking of retiring early or taking a few years off or what to do with that 401k when you move to a different employer eventually. All great things to be thinking about, and I hope that helps you if you're going to be one of those ones joining in on the Great Resignation. A couple of things to think about for sure. If you're thinking about retiring early or leaving your job, but you want to know the financial implications beforehand, great time to get an analysis of your financial situation. Really look at your financial plan, what can be done to improve it, to set you up better for such a move. Uh, If you want to have that conversation with Glenn, you can go to RoadmapFinancial.com, click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page, and schedule your time to visit. That's RoadmapFinancial.com. Click on free consultation. Or you can call 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. Glenn, thank you for the help on the episode today and your great takeaways here, and we'll look forward to another good one with you soon. All right, Walter. Take care. All right. Appreciate it. If you have any questions, don't ever hesitate to reach out to Glenn. Until next time, we'll see you again on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Mm -hmm.